Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Yutunde, and with me is Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready for the spring semester? I am. This is my favorite semester, right? This is my favorite time of year, I should say. You know, on top of the weather and on top of the fact that we're going to go back to daylight savings <laughs> and have bright late nights, um... I love, you know, seeing students get their acceptance letters for transfer and graduation and getting their degree and participating in uh, commencement and all that stuff. So this is my favorite, favorite, favorite time of year. Oh, nice. I think it's a really great time of year also, like just from all the things that you said. And that's why we kind of want to do this episode, right? Some little spring reminders that we want to throw out there. And by far, these aren't the only ones. We have so many but we just chose a few to focus on. Yutende, you mind walking us through some of those? Okay, so if you're listening, you've been listening to us, we always tell you that an early start is one of the most important things you can do for anything. (laughs) So there are a few, we've narrowed it down to five general ones that we wanna cover today. Um, And we'll go into detail about each one, but like, like we've already mentioned, there's more, but these are the ones that we really think are most important. So the first thing that we wanna impart on all of you is that it's so important um, that if you are in mid-year and you're thinking this is your last semester before you transfer or your last semester before you apply for a degree, or even if this is your first year and college has been, you know, challenging and new and you're thinking about dropping classes, we really want you to keep in mind certain key points in terms of determining what is the right class to drop. Right. And this just really depends on your situation. Just like you said, Yutende, for our students that are listening, if you're ready to graduate and it's a transfer requirement that you must take that class, you put it on your application and you said that, like, hey, I will finish these. And the university has asked that you finish those requirements by the spring, not the summer. They want them typically by the spring if you're going in the fall. Um, then that might be something that you definitely need to take and need to really highly consider or check in with your counselor about. Exactly. And, and remember that by the time you're, you know, into your third, fourth week of, or second or third week even of the semester, if you drop a class, remember that it may show up on your, it, it probably will show on your transcript. So make sure you understand the different drop options that you have, right? Because sometimes you can withdraw from a class, and if you withdraw, that shows as a class withdrawn in your on your transcript. Or you can drop, and there's the possibility it may not show. So there, these are things that you definitely want to clarify with your instructor. But it also leads us right into our second most important thing, which is you want to make sure you use this early part of the spring semester to check in with your counselor, right? Because your counselor can help you in terms of determining what would be the appropriate class to drop, what are some things you need to be look out for if you're applying for transfer? Are you ready to apply for your degree? Are you what what should you be thinking about in terms of summer school? Are there any classes that need remediation, right? So that would be our second reminder for spring. Check in with your counselor. Absolutely. I love the checking in with the counselor. And I, I tell my students I always want you checking in 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 fall well. Every semester, right? Just kind of a reminder, I think, every semester just to make sure that you're on track or things change, that you let the counselor know so that way that they can assist you and make sure that 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 doesn't mess up with your educational plan or your educational goal. Now, is there any uh, other sort of thing to think about when it comes to withdrawing or dropping classes that you want to add 
to where we've already mentioned. You know, I've had students in a situation, just for example, where they're like, oh, I'm going to drop this class. You know, I really don't need it. It's not the university requirement. And it puts them under the 60 transferable units. Mm. So maybe that class is not meeting a requirement, but maybe those units are meeting um, a unit requirement, but not necessarily a requirement for your major. So I think sometimes another way to look at this, I tell my students is, hey, maybe if you just need the units to get to the 60 units for transfer, at least this is typically for the UCs or the CSUs. If you're doing private schools, you know, definitely check in with them or out-of-state institutions to check in with that institution that you're thinking about. However, if you're kind of in that boat where you, you're you like right at 60 units, is um, is to talk to your counselor and see, like, is there another course that you could take or maybe a late start course? Because sometimes they'll have courses that start like a month later and that you can take in for whatever reason. Maybe you're just finishing up a job or you're finishing up some personal pieces that you have to really think about at that time. But there are different ways to still possibly finish that class up but maybe at a later time but we're still within the spring semester Mm, yeah great point yeah and and in keeping with that sort of what to keep in mind with transferring and and classes um the third reminder we have for you is to you should be checking your transfer institutions portal your student portal Right when you apply for transfer, most schools will give you some sort of access to uh, information to check sort of where your status is. So it's really critical to make sure you stay up to date because there will be deadlines that you've got to meet, and there will be you know notifications about classes or notifications about changes to the you know enrollment process or anything like that. Um, and it's important to sort of stay to keep checking those regularly and be aware of what are, what's upcoming. I always tell students it's never too many times to check, you know, to check your student portal, right? Because this is what, you know, keeps you sort of in, um, in, keep the you know, aware right? of what's, yeah, yeah, keeps you in the know, exactly. And believe it or not, there are students who, you know, they get admitted, but because they didn't turn in transcripts on time or they didn't, um, submit something that a school asked for on time, um, they get their offer rescinded. So it's really important that you you keep on top of that. Absolutely. And I know sometimes they'll have like a supplemental application or you have to update your grades, right? So you want to make sure that you definitely do this. And, you know, sometimes life changes and something, you know, just unexpected happens. So that's a great time to check in with a counselor as well as your admissions representative, right? The admissions representative for the university you're planning to go to to say, hey, this is what's going on. This might be changing. This happened, right? To see if it may affect you in any way. So just another person, another representative or um, another resource right. to just yeah. check out. Yeah. I mean, if COVID has taught us anything, it's that, you know, stuff can change at the last minute. And so many colleges, especially at this time, have have made so many exceptions, have changed deadlines and application, you know, periods have been extended and um, and more flexibility or less flexibility in some areas. So, yeah, that's really important. The other thing that's happening at this time of year and also our fourth reminder is you should be applying for financial aid. And this sort of kind of gives me another reminder, sort of, you know, not something we wrote down or planned um, to to add to this. But that what that means is that, you know, if you're going to be using your parents' information, they should be filing their taxes soon, right? 
If you are a student and you work in UFAL taxes, you should be filing your taxes soon so that you make sure you're able to submit your financial aid application on time. This is especially important if this is your first year applying, right? So you, you wanna make sure that you have all that ready to be able to give the most accurate information. If you give the most accurate information, you get the most ac accurate results. I think that's so important, right? Because that could be free money right there for you. So with those Pell Grants or that financial aid, it's absolutely essential. And I feel like for many students, that's what keeps them going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and just like with the colleges, you know, financial aid has its own deadline. Each campus will have its own financial aid deadline in addition to the general federal aid application deadline. Um, each state has a priority application deadline. If you are in our home state of California, your priority deadline is March 2nd, which is very soon. Um, and what that means is you get more money if you apply by that priority deadline. So we don't wanna leave money on the table. This is an opportunity to really, really stay on top of deadlines. And in addition to that, once you apply, remember that, as I've mentioned, this campus will also have its own priority deadline. And that also means that you get considered for additional aid from the school. So this particular one is extremely important. Absolutely. And one of the things just to go along with that is make sure that you, if you're checking your student email from the school, typically the school, the college institution will have their own email and they will send you information through that email or through that portal because you want to make sure you're not missing those important pieces because sometimes they're like, I didn't get the reminder. I didn't realize it, right? But they'll be like, well, did you check your email? And if you didn't, then that's going to be on you. So you definitely exactly. want to make sure to do that. Yeah, exactly. And so, Yutende, for our students who are continuing, do they have to apply for financial aid every year? Absolutely. You do have to renew your application every year. Um, the reason why I said that your first year is so critical is because what happens is each year after that, all you, what you're mainly doing is updating, right? So you're updating the tax information and then updating your address or, or school. So that first year is where you have that foundation. And then each year after that is sort of like subsequent. It's still important to meet deadlines though and make sure that you still file priority. Make sure you still follow up with the school even if you're continuing um, because you know, if you miss it one year, you can still get it the next year. So you want to make sure you stay on top of those. Nice. Thanks. You said great points. And what would be our last? Okay. So our final reminder is that if you are planning to apply for a degree or apply for commencement, remember that a lot of schools require that you file a formal application. So you don't by default get your degree at the end of the spring semester, right? You actually have to file uh, a form and I, I've never worked at a campus where you don't have to do that. So I'm going to assume all schools require that. Um, so you, you have to have, have that in and there is a deadline associated with that. So you want to make sure that if you are planning to get a degree or you're planning to uh, participate in commencement, commencement, that you find out from your admissions office, your counselor, uh, advisor, what is the deadline associated with that and what are the forms you'd have to submit. Remember that this also means that if you took some of your classes um, at a different school, but you're getting your degree at your primary campus, they need those transcripts from that other school. And all of that you want to have in by the appropriate deadline. So make sure that you check in with your school about what are the steps required for graduation. And I hope our listeners, I hope you're taking some notes or just mental notes and thinking about these pieces because they're so critical 
And I'm going to just kind of roll into my one thing. And my one thing for today is just really setting yourself like a little to-do list or a reminder on your phone and putting all these important deadlines because there are so many deadlines out there. There There's so many requirements and there's so many different pieces and I don't want to overwhelm you, but I just tell my students, it's just doing, it's not necessarily hard. It just could be sometimes tedious, right? So having one place to organize these deadlines and knowing the timelines and many, many times institutions will have like a little checklist. Okay, have you done this? And you got to do this. Have you done this? Use those checklists, right? Take a picture, put it on your phone or again, put it on your calendar. So that would be my one thing for, for some of the spring reminders. How about for you, Yutende? What would be yours? Well, I fully support that. I would say have some have one place where you can kind of keep track of all those things. So if it means having a Google Doc or, you know, someplace either saved somewhere, your phone is a great place, but, you know, a, a Google Doc with links or or um, somewhere where you're able to easily log in and take a look at where you kind of are with all of those things that we mentioned today. Um, definitely have that, right? Staying organized is what's going to really keep you, you know, uh, on top of all these things. And remember that although we're saying these are beginning spring reminders, you don't have to wait till spring to do all these, right? Many of these steps you can start at the end of fall or you can start, you know, earlier on, maybe while you're on winter break. So don't wait until, you know, classes are going and you're getting ready for midterms and then you start thinking, oh, I got to apply for financial aid. Ideally, you kind of want to get started on a lot of this while you're on winter break. That's part of where you want to utilize your breaks effectively. Great point, Titan. I think that's just some life planning, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we want to do something, but we want to make sure that we set the time and we have enough time to do it and it makes sense. And I think that's really something about college that always really helps out is it really sets you up with some important life skills that in the future you're just going to have to take care of. Right, exactly. And so for our listeners out there, remember these are just a few of the spring reminders. There's so many more we can go over Uh, with you and please make sure to check with your institution regarding their policies and procedures because what we give out on this podcast is for informational purposes only so Yutende do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at so listeners we want to hear from you if anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question you want to make a comment you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both ig and twitter and you can also email us at cc and sensibility at gmail.com that's cc at gmail.com and until next time keep learning